guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another wonderful ESL podcast, man. I'm your host, studio as usual, and today is about getting things done. Oh, we have a lot of audios we're going to be getting over, uh, we're going to be going over and whatnot, and I'm hoping that this storm does not take me out beforehand. So I'm just praying for the good, <laughs> for whatever it is out there that could possibly help me. I do, and I am accompanied by a toad, probably just a few meters away. He's all good. There was another toad that checked up on me last night. Man, I love being out here in nature. I love it like I love it like I love it. And with that being said, oh, I got snails too. Snail over there just, just literally just smack right there onto the wall, just holding on for dear life. But anyways, so today we're going to talk about getting things done. So I want to ask you guys first, obviously, have you received any unexpected phone calls or emails? I asked some of my students this the other day and boy, they had stories for days. You know, I'm not talking about like the spam emails, but unexpected emails that you thought would not have come. You know, a lot of you probably don't know this, but obviously, you know, me being out here. And as a matter of fact, guys, right before, let me just hurry up and protect my outlet because it is raining just a little bit. Okay, it's protected now. So you because you guys already know I have an online business and stuff like that, and it's just like a one-man army, might hire someone from in Thailand to do like admin work and other things so that I can obviously, uh, you know, focus on my, my quality output, right? The bigger things, the things that only I can do, right? So in saying that, there are times that I feel like I'm not getting anything. I was looking at Facebook memories last year and I was just being so grateful because I remember last year I would do so much work for free. I would get up to 500 views on my videos like on Facebook. But to be honest with you, nothing would come back. Nothing would come back. I didn't feel like anything was building. I felt like people just kept coming to me because they were just takers. And then it wasn't until a year later that now people see the absolute sheer quality that I provide. You know, and so getting those emails saying, oh, this person signed up for your membership. This person signed up for this. This person signed up for that. It's such an overwhelmingly great feeling because I know that my work now is getting out there to the world. And so getting those types of emails mean everything in the world. But today we're not going to be speaking about that. Of course, we're shining some good old gratitude on the past, but we're also looking at it like in terms from like in terms of a business conversation and you know how to just treat people like what is your intent with treating people how do you want to go into conversations what energy do you want to bring to the day the week the month the quarter the year like i don't believe a lot of people establish those goals those personal goals those stretch goals to help you get better in specific areas and areas of your strengths and areas that you need to get better at because there is a larger vision. And so in saying that, you know, I believe when it comes down to treating people nicely and being able to create that joy because we are powerhouses in general, we are the generators of good feelings and bad feelings. Now, who's to say? what is good and what's bad. I could just tell you by how you feel about and what your outlook on life is. And so when you deal with particular people, they are going to throw you off every now and again. And that's what we're going to be going over in some of these audios. We're going to be breaking things down and you're going to hear people respond in specific ways and how to go about, you know, navigating these types of people and probably not dealing with them at all.
So here we go. Let's hurry up and listen to audio number 23. Here we go. Conversation one. Conversation one. I love it. Oh, look outside. What's up? I've got to go to the post office to pick something up and it's raining. Could you lend me your umbrella? Of course. As long as you don't lose it. All right. Don't worry. I won't. There it is. Very simple, right? So we're talking about polite language. If we're asking someone in, you know, whatever, American English, British English or whatever, you always would give it a light tone. Like, could I borrow an umbrella? You know, um, could you please help me with something? I say it with a very, very light tone. And when I say it with that light tone, it shows that I am a very polite person. But I do believe that there are a number of people out there who have a tendency of always like literally being a very angry individual and they don't really want to help you even if they have the opportunity to or they're very rude they're very snobby and that's what we're going to be listening to in this audio track 24 conversation two mm-hmm. Gert, i have a meeting with an agent this afternoon and they're decorating my office <laughs> lucky you the thing is that i need somewhere Ooh. quiet where we won't be interrupted could I use your office? All right, as long as it's free by four. I've got a meeting myself. Don't worry, it won't take that long. So listen to his tone. Now, she, he said lucky for you. That sounds like a, a, a jealousy tone. Now, if I were to pick that up right off the back, I would say, you know what, man? First and foremost, who the hell are you speaking to? Second, I would just say, you know what? You're not even worth my time. And I probably wouldn't speak to him anymore. Guys, I cannot stress to you on so many different occasions. Let me give you an example of a very, it was like, it was a, it was a heated exchange between me and a teacher by the name of Doug, right? And when I had met Doug, I was in a different room. I mean, this is very similar to the conversation you guys just heard. And I remember he said, are you supposed to be in this class? Because apparently at the time, it was the only classroom that had this big interactive whiteboard and I was the only one that used it. And I was like, yeah, well, apparently. And he's like, oh, make sure you look at the schedule or do this or do that. And I'm saying, whoa, 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 whoa. First of all, who are you even cocking an attitude with? Meaning who are you raising your voice to? That's number one. Number two, it's a room. There's a better way of going about asking for a room. So while I was moving my stuff out, he was moving his stuff in during my class. That was the last time I ever spoke to Doug. Because I just felt like it was unbelievably disrespectful. And you have no authority to get angry just because I went into a room where you were apparently supposed to be in there. Now, again, room or not, okay, it's a really, a really ridiculous thing to even argue about. But looking at this guy and him asking, he's like, okay, but you have to be out of there by four. Honestly, I probably wouldn't even use his room and I wouldn't, I would try to avoid him any way, for, shape or form. Or now avoidance behavior is not always a good thing. You would say, uh, okay, uh, real quick, please don't speak to me that way or in that tone. And he would say, what, why? No, you're speaking to me in a very loud and snobby way and I don't like it I ask you for one simple thing if you're not able to do that hey let's just cut ties here and don't ever speak to me again 
And that now it won't go into an altercation. He would probably be struck like, oh, I'm sorry if I sound it this way because of this. I'm like, hey, no problem. I understand that, you know, some of us have bad days and some, some of us get tied up with the, and going through the motions of the day, but just, you know, speak to people with intent. And that's all I would do. That's all I would say. And ultimately he probably will approach me at some point and say, Hey, I'm really sorry about that. I'm like, Hey man, it's all good. But I'm just saying, you know, some people have a tendency of raising their voice at me and I'm just not for that. You already know. That's what I would say behind closed doors. So that's a way that you can approach it by saying, wait, well, hold on. Because the thing is avoidance behavior, that's not going to do anything for you except you go home, get on Twitter and start cussing out the world. We don't want to pump more negativity into the world. You already see what's happening out there in America and around the world right now. We don't need more of that. You could just hurry up and handle the situation there. Now, I was very scared with handling situations back in 2015, 16, and 17. But when I started handling them, and uh, some of these older teachers at this language center that I had worked at four to six years ago, they were not happy with my tone. They never spoke to me again, and I was totally happy with that. So do you want to work in an environment like that? Obviously, I just stuck through it because I wasn't growing mentally. But at the same time, you know, I just have, you know, I have, oh my God, I have zero tolerance for people who give me a very poor tone. And that tone, some of them, they don't even know that they're giving the tone. I mean, again, and a lot of people, like a lot of you right now, you guys probably live in Saudi Arabia, you probably live in India, there might be parts of Europe, hell, even parts of Africa where people speak in this kind of, kind of direct tone, but mm -mm, okay, I'm giving it to you from an English learning perspective. You heard the first audio. She said, could I please borrow this? And be like, yeah, but give it back to me then. I'd be like, you know what? I don't even need it with that attitude. And then I will walk away and say, man, get the fuck out of my face. I'm not, don't say that. Don't say that. That's just how I roll. I'm very straightforward with people who have a nasty attitude. Luckily, I uh, uh, cultivate so much abundance and good in my life that I do not attract these individuals into my life anymore. But I have a zero tolerance, uh, what is it, a zero tolerance uh, rule for ignorance and for snobbiness and, you know, for being very uh, angry at the world or having an attitude or being very demanded. Don't you dare be demanded, okay? So saying that, we're going to listen to a tactful approach of saying no, okay? Because if you do not have a tactful way of saying no, you can create problems in the future. That's all there is to it, especially with that person, right? So the request, if someone says, hey, could I please use your mobile phone? You could say, oh, well, absolutely. As long as it's a short call, I have somewhere to go. Here you go. Now, if you say, oh, you know what? I'm so sorry. Kind of in a hurry right now, right? That's you just being very nice, right? Saying, oh, you know what? But the thing is, a lot of people exploit that because it, when you say, oh, and you're kind of like in between, some people say, oh, no, no, don't worry. Don't worry. Uh-uh. No, I have to go. I'm sorry. And then you'll go. That would be your second response, right? You responded tactfully the first time, but now we're going tactless if you push me. Now, I know this because obviously I've been living out here in Bangkok, Thailand. There have been a number of people trying to sell me different things from, oh my God, ranging from sex. That was probably like nine years ago to people just trying to sell watches on the street. And he's like, hey, you want to buy a watch? I'm like, uh, no, thank you. But when I said, uh, that's indecision. And then he ended up begging. I'm like, dude, get out of my face. I walked away because I'm very used to that. But a lot of people are not used to that. So you have to build that up. 
okay? So what we're going to do, we're going to listen to an audio, and oh, man, you guys are going to be shocked by this. This is going to be good. All right? Track 25. Richard, I wonder if I could ask you a favor. Depends what it is. I've got to go over to the warehouse to do something, and I haven't got my car. Would you lend me yours? No way. What? I never lend my car. In any case, where's your car? It's in the garage. Uh, I had a little accident. And you expect me to trust you with mine? It's just a minor scratch. Oh, don't worry, I'll think of something else. You see that? You see that? Now, guys, to be honest with you, it depends what it is. Me, I would quickly stop there. You guys already know how I am. I'd be like, excuse me, did you just say it depends what it is? Can I use your pen? Oh, yeah, sure. No, how about this? Fuck you. I don't need your pen, you ass. Oh, man. Now, see, that type of stuff, uh -uh. I would stop people in their tracks immediately because when they said depends what it is, that means they don't care about you. And then he says, no way. What happened to your car? I'd be like, oh, my God. First and foremost, I wouldn't even tell him the situation with my car. I would say, you know what, Richard? I'm going to keep this very, very polite. But you are a despicable human being by even responding in that tone. I'll never ask for you for anything again. And you just stay out of my face for as long as we live. Like, honestly, I know a lot of you are like, whoa, that's huge. But with that tone, he's like, and you expect me to use my car. That right, the, mm -mm, zero tolerance. You never, now, if someone says, uh, it, like I said, we listened to the audio before that and the guy was like, oh, uh, um, you know, uh, lucky you. That means he's jealous. I wouldn't even go further. I'd be like, excuse me, what do you mean by lucky you? Oh, are you sad because you're not getting repairs done in your room? Well, well, no, I'm serious. I'm being serious. Like, I get in people's faces. Luckily, this never happened. Again, this hasn't happened to me in more than three years. I haven't had, you know, uh, uh, an altercation except with, um, we call them a manupa, right? We, uh, you know, I work with manupa. That, that's in Thai, right? So this basically means a grumpy old woman who's just discontent with her life and discontent with everything. They just find a, ten, find a way and a tendency to just gossip about everything and everything, okay? Um, but that was about two years ago, and I ignored her. I ignored her for almost a year. That's all there is to it. So, you know, a, a lot of people, they just I, just, I just think, I think it's just shocking absolutely shocking that a lot of people just have the audacity to speak in a way like that like i don't know man but i cultivate now again i'm going to soon to be be a high performance coach you know my certification with transformation like all these different things me being a you know i'm gonna be a world-renowned speaker all that those amazing things man and so it's very hard for people to understand from my perspective because i have done the mental work i've done the transformation the personal transformation I had to build the habits. You could tell what a person is by looking at their habits, right? And I just think if someone responds in that way, you know exactly what type of individual they are. So make a choice not to deal with them anymore. That's all. The, that's the way I see it. That's the way I see it. So again, um, in saying that, we're, what we're going to do, we're going to go into this uh, this next audio, but I just, I just find it shocking. I find it shocking. So Oh my God. Um, <laughs> if you look at 
that audio right there, right? What would sound more tactful, right? Um, you know, maybe you saying if he had his car uh, in his garage, you're like, oh, you know what? I, I Hopefully it's nothing serious. You know, this is my car. I would need to know where you're going and a couple of other things. Now, me, more than likely, I probably wouldn't borrow someone's car, right? But I'm going to respond tactfully with a no, right? Hey, Arsenio, you mind if I could borrow a car? Oh, man, that's one thing I always keep off limits. That's something the girlfriend wouldn't like. <laughs> Just make some shit up. Just make it up, okay? I remember one girl, um, she said, can I borrow money to buy breakfast? I said, you don't have money. I didn't want to question it. But I said, listen, there is a greater problem if you do not have $6 or $5. Here in Thailand, basically $1 to buy breakfast. Of course, two months later or two weeks later, she sent me a message, Arsenio, dot, 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 dot. I said, oh, here we go. What does that here we go mean? She believed that I was loaning out money like I was a bank. I need to borrow a large sum of money. Can I borrow a large sum of money? Oh, and by the way, I will repay you back in December. Uh, first and fo foremost, no, I'm the one that sets the deadline. First and foremost, you ain't getting shit from me. It's hard for me to even give, you know, give my mom money because if I give someone money, there has to be a higher purpose behind me giving them money. If they say, Arsenio, I need to run to the ATM, but we're out here on a boat at the Krabby Islands. Can I borrow some money? Absolutely. But if you say, hey, Arsenio, I got to repair my car. Do you have $100? Bro, where's your emergency fund? We talked about this. Where's your savings? Do you have any assets? You're living check to check. To hell with the $100. We need to, we need to go deep inside of your psyche and figure out what is going on. So a lot of people know I'm not an ATM. Don't ask me for money. Do not ask me for money because I'm going to question you in so many ways. Now, remember, I'm going to give you guys this last story. Okay. You know, and oh my God. Um, it, it, and again, this guy, and just going back to the audio very quickly, um, he could have responded by saying, hell, you know what? It's just that I don't feel comfortable about other people driving my car you know or you could say well actually i'm not very keen on the idea of you driving my car that's just something i keep off limits i'm sorry that's it that's it you don't have to be the biggest dick hole in the world excuse my french and excuse the graphic but come on man some people are just ignorant as f <laughs> so here we go we're gonna break this last one down again guys it's all about being polite Okay, I was wondering if I could, I'd really appreciate it if, I'm sorry to put you through any trouble, do you think you could, would you mind? Those are polite phrases, but not all the time people are going to be very polite in their responses. And if they're so ugly, call them out on their ugliness and don't speak to them again. Now, luckily, I'm very fortunate that I just don't have those types of people uh, in my life anymore. But if I did, I would be angry as hell. Do you understand what I'm saying? Okay, so... Again, me coming from a Puerto Rican household, me coming from, you know, an area where there was predominantly just African-Americans, boy, if you ever, I remember I had uh, my sister's godmother and godfather, this was like years ago, they were so brutal. Like, it could be the littlest thing. Hey, can I drink some milk? No, nah, you can't drink any milk. I'm like, are you really going to go through life being just a, just one of the worst human beings ever? Like, is, is that your intent to talk to people that way? 
Now, again, I was 11 years old, but I'm looking at them like, oh, my goodness gracious. I do not like you or anything about you, and I never want to see you again. <laughs> uh, you know that song, When Can I See You Again? <laughs> How about I never want to see you again? Okay, so let's just put it there. Now, 226. We're going to do this one, and we're going to knock this back. Track 26. Out. Here you go. Sandra, we need someone to answer the phone from 2 till 4 while Julia's off sick. Could you do it? From 2 to 4? It's not my hours. I know, but you can take the time later on. It's not the time. I'll have to get someone to pick the kids up from school. Isn't there anyone else? No, there isn't. Look, I know it's inconvenient, but I can't think of any other solution. Well... Can't we just put the answering machine on for a couple of hours? Not really. It creates such a bad impression. Listen, I do it myself, but I've got to be somewhere else. I'm sure oh. you would, but it's not my problem, is it? No, it isn't. And obviously, I can't force you to do it, but... But? But, on the other hand, if you do it, I'll see it as a personal favor. I see. I don't really have much choice, do I? I hope it's just this time. Yes, in principle, yes. In but principle. you never know. Your contract is up for renewal next month. Enough said. Yeah, enough said. Oh, no, he did it. He hit her with the, if you do not accept this, we will not renew your contract and you can find another job. Oh, no, 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 no. Guys, please, people of the world, if you ever have, excuse my French, a motherfucker that does this and puts you in a position where you are between a rock and a hard place when your back is against the wall, Oh, no, 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 no. I would stand up and I would say, excuse me? Is that blackmail? Is that a threat? And he'd be like, no, that's not a threat. It's just a fact. You know, uh, you know, your contract is up for renewal next month. I'd be like, so you, based on what I'm hearing from my ears, and I'm going re to respond in a way that he could understand, I want to be like, you know what? Put myself in your shoes. If I have to pick up my kids and then I have to take this call, but then I'm picking up my kids, something could happen, right? Right. Would you do this if you had to pick up your kids and drive and the next thing you know, you get a very important phone call and your kids are wanting your attention and next thing you know, you answer the phone while driving? And what could happen? Oh, well, 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 well I'm just saying because, again, you're looking at me. And you're basically holding this against me in terms of my job application. I'll tell you what. Consider it done. 30-day notice. If you push me more, I'll give you a 15-day notice. Walk off. No, seriously, guys, I'm just telling you right now. Please, if you work in a place where people take advantage of you like that, oh, my God, there are greener pastures in life. I know I heard that from somewhere, some podcaster saying that. On the other side, it's always green. Believe me. Oh, but Arsenio, man, you know, this job, ah, it could be a job, a haba, huba, I don't give a fuck. If, if someone were to say, well, Arsenio, you know, your, your contract is up for renewal next month. Enough said. Excuse my, it most certainly is. And you know what else? Oh my God. 
I forgot to give you this. Oh, what? Here you go. That's a 30-day notice. Fuck off. Now, I probably won't say fuck off just yet because obviously he can fire me. And although in America, if you get fired, you get unemployment, but I don't live in America, right? And I would say if you go any further, it will be a 15-day notice. I remember I was going to hold this against um, the Language Center, as a matter of fact, from 2017 to 2018. I said if I had gotten a job on December 20th, in which you guys had heard me, you know, spoke about, um, and if I had gotten a job to work at this place, um, you know, I was just going to go in and give them a 30-day notice. And I said, if you have anything ignorant to say, I'll drop it down to three weeks. I'm sorry? Oh, that's two weeks. As a matter of fact, we're done. Contact the lawyer. I want to cancel my work per immediately tomorrow. Like, seriously, that's it. That's the power because my ego really wanted me to do that just to get back at them. To say, hey, you are losing your best teacher. Remember, I was only a teacher then. I'm a trainer now. A coach now. But you're going to lose your best teacher because of your own ego, you not getting off your high horse, and you setting an ugly intention coming out here to Thailand for all the wrong reasons. It's not my fault that you listened to my podcast and you heard all the things I had to say about people who possibly fit your description, you goddamn clown. People, I'm telling you right now, mm-mm, mm-mm. that is a threat. That is emotional blackmail. Do not put up with that. I don't give a damn what country. I don't know what dire situation you're in. When you get that, as a matter of fact, check this out. What I would do, I would say, excuse me, is that a threat? Oh, no, I'm just saying. I said, I'll tell you what. I'll take it. I'll turn everything off. You'd be like, Arsenio. I was like, no, I was by the phone the entire time. I don't know what you're talking about. I got no calls. And guess what? By the time I get home, after picking up the kids, I would get home, start looking for a new job. And then when that contract renewal meeting happens, hey, Arsenio, hey, uh, no, fuck off. I'm out. What? Yeah. Remember that threat you did with me just a month ago? You don't respect me. You could kiss my motherfucking black ass. There it is. Brown, cappuccino, latte. You call it what you want, okay? People don't put up with that BS. With that being said, thank you so much for tuning in to another wonderful ESL podcast. I hope you guys enjoyed this. Make sure you rate me on the Apple Podcast Store. Again, if you guys are interested in test preparation or even just general English training, business English training, business English podcast, all these wonderful things that I'm actually typing up on my memberships, let me know. And until then, stay tuned. Over and out.